Nothing was ever meant to be a mystery to you. Not one thing was ever meant to be thought of as beyond you or out of your hand. It's only because of our self-imposed limitations, our self-induced disassociation with what is divine, that we imagine this possible. And though it is painful to us in some ways, our disassociation with the divine allows our egos the illusion that we can conquer, that we can discover, because without imagined separations, we can't do this. And we are in love with the idea of discovering something, of piecing something together that was once thought unknown. But the truth is, we've never done anything of the kind. We have only finally stopped looking at it the wrong way. And for years now, the best minds of the world, using the best resources available, have sought a very important resolution. A stitching together of something that was never actually separate to begin with. They wanted a unified theory. One that would explain how Einstein's theory of relativity and quantum physics could both be true because they seem to operate in different worlds and follow different rules. And even though we can detect them both, we still can't figure out how they could both exist and be true. It's a paradox to us. But it is a paradox of our own doing, as I hope to show in this video. So, where can we find the answer to this supposedly self-induced paradox? Where is this unified theory if it already exists? The answer is lying all around us, waiting to be recognized. And some, a few, have noticed. Like the poet Khalil Gibran who said, in one drop of water are found all the secrets of all the oceans. And Walt Whitman who said, I see the world in a blade of grass and the universe in a single grain of sand. And writer William Blake echoed, to see the world in a grain of sand and heaven in a wildflower is to hold infinity in the palm of your hand and eternity in an hour. What did these visionary writers see? Their words reveal to us that they at least saw the outline of the truth. They suggest the real answer not only stares us in the face, but we can watch its dance performed again and again, whether upon a tiny subatomic stage or a stage large enough to hold all the universes. It's the same. And this is what this video is about. First, for those of you not very familiar with the theory of relativity or quantum physics, here is my attempt at an extremely abbreviated definition. Einstein's theory of relativity basically says that time and space are relative concepts instead of absolute concepts. And according to this theory, matter causes space to curve. Gravitation is not a force as in Newtonian physics, but rather gravity is a curved field created by the presence of mass. Now quantum physics is a bit tougher to generalize, but we can say that it's the study of the subatomic world and how it manifests, how it operates, 
and it is full of seeming paradoxes because quantum physics doesn't seem to follow the same rules as Einstein's theory of relativity. But I'm not trying to explain the details of either here. What I have to offer you is the bigger picture. Actually, a download that happened recently quite out of the blue that caused me to see how these two seemingly conflicting theories do indeed relate and how scientists are overlooking this. Part of the problem is simply that we are manufacturing our own confusion, our own mysteries, with our short-sightedness and our infatuation with labeling. Because as Buddha said, in the sky there is no distinction between East and West. People create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true. And amazingly, this is what's happening here. These two seemingly conflicting theories are indeed relating intimately right under our noses and we are overlooking their dance. It's the male and the female as we discussed in the previous video, the spiritual meaning of the sexes. As the visionary writers above pointed to, it's the same dance over and over, whether observed in a tiny drop of water or in all the oceans, whether in a grain of sand or across the universe. It's the dance that we often label male and female, two seemingly opposite forces. It's the yin and the yang at work, the directive and the medium, the seed and the field, the recipe and the ingredients. And the part science is overlooking is the interplay, the sex that creation is having right in front of them. But like small children, they really don't comprehend what it is that they're watching. And in this particular yin-yang cocktail, the male portion is Einstein's theory of relativity. It's the catalyst, the directive. It says, do this here like this. And it gives our universe a place to be, a place to manifest. It defines a space that could now be fruitful and multiply. And once the order has been defined and called forth, now that which is female, the quantum, can be fruitful and multiply and fill it with this divine medium that seems to elude definitions and rules with its ever-changing fluidity. The male contributes the directive, the let there be light, and the female joyfully brings it forth with abundance. And it was good. This is the relation, the dance that scientists have overlooked, the ongoing holy copulation of the universe. Right under their noses, the two are eternally joined as one. The unified theory is staring us in the face, but we haven't gained the perspective to see the bigger picture. We see the theory of relativity and quantum physics as separate and note their differences and believe them to be two, like the east and the west of the sky that Buddha spoke of, but they are actually forever one. Science seeks its similarities so that they may give it permission to be called unified, to be called one, but they won't find it because it is actually the polarities, the differences that create this oneness. It's this embrace, this holy copulation of opposites that brings forth our reality as we know it, without light, 
there could not be dark. In every part of our world, from the tiniest grain of sand up to the edge of time and space, this same dance of opposites, this interplay of male and female, of yin and yang, this intercourse is happening and making it happen, making this happen. And if you can grasp this in any example, you will be able to see it demonstrated again and again in all examples, from minute systems to the once unfathomable. And that's why they said, I see the world in a blade of grass, the universe in a single grain of sand. It's all so simple as it quietly sits there and stares us in the face and waits for us to recognize it. As the poet Khalil Gobran said, the obvious is that which is never seen until someone expresses it simply. I hope this video brings you closer to understanding this simple truth, the means by which creation relates and creates. It's a beautiful movement, a beautiful symphony of opposites joined in an eternal dance, creating and relating and forming the world we know. So it's not two, it's one. Einstein's theory of relativity and quantum physics don't seem to follow the same rules because they've brought two different functions to the table, the male and the female. They are the yin and yang of our universe, the two parts of the whole. They are not truly separate. We've just misunderstood them. They are forever joined as one in holy copulation, bringing forth the universe you know.